Hello, I'm your host, John Sayers, and I am the Angry Tenor. I have been doing the podcast now for a little while, and I think I'm starting to get the hang of it. At least I hope so. I just wanted to remind you that new episodes go live every Monday evening at 7 p.m. That's every Monday evening at 7 p.m., new episodes of The Angry Tenor. And now, let's see what's making me angry today. For those of you who listened to last week's podcast, I had recounted my trip to London to audition for the San Diego opera director, Tito Capobianco. Well, today, I would like to continue that story. When I had returned to Munich, to my home, I found a telegram waiting for me. A telegram, if you can imagine that, offering me the role of Ismaela in the Verdi Festival's production of Nabucco. Well, I was so taken aback to have gotten a telegram to do this, I of course accepted immediately by returning a telegram to Tito Capobianco in San Diego. So the production was due to take place the following summer. And I flew out to San Diego and I was really looking forward to it because I knew so many people in Los Angeles, including my voice teacher, Sonia Essen, who was still living in Los Angeles. I also knew people in San Diego as well as in San Francisco. And there was the opportunity for many of my family members, my brothers, I had two brothers and their families and my mother, and my sister came from Minneapolis. So it was nice to have them all back. It was like having a family reunion. We went into rehearsal with Christina Deutekam singing Abigail, Sandra Dudek singing Fanena, Kare Nurmela singing Nabucco, and Ezio Flagella singing Zaccaria. Maurizio Arena was the conductor, and Gita Hager was the stage director. And that was amazing also because I had just finished, just in this in the past season before I went over there, not Six months before I went over to San Diego, I had just finished doing a production of Oedipus Rex, and the stage director was her ex-husband, Paul Hager. So that was kind of interesting, and it also gave us a little area to have some discussion about. So rehearsals went very well, but this was all in a compact time period. I think we did five performances And we had all the rehearsals plus the performances and was squeezed into about three and a half weeks. Well, I mean, everybody was busy those days. Nobody could take off that much time to do all that rehearsal. 
So we went through it pretty quickly. But the one funny thing about it is we had a three-day wait between the final dress rehearsal and the premiere. So Ezio, he came over and he said, uh, how about we go to Mexico? I said, well, sure, why not? So he and his girlfriend and I went to Tijuana. Now, Ezio was living in Jacksonville, Florida at the time, and the two of them had driven cross-country in his big old Cadillac, and uh, they just made a whole summer out of it going to San Diego to do these performances. Ezio was not singing a lot at that time, so we took off. Tijuana has changed a lot since I was last there, cleaned up its act completely. Uh, we enjoyed uh, a day of uh, wandering around sightseeing. Uh, we bought a lot of souvenirs. We had some great meals. And uh, late in the evening, we drove back to San Diego. So there's still two days to kill. So I went up to Los Angeles and saw my voice teacher. I saw some other friends that I had there in Los Angeles and came back. Now, a funny story. I had rented a car. And I was on my way back from Los Angeles to San Diego when I got pulled over by the police for speeding. And I told the guy, I said, I, I, I had not even noticed my speed limit. I was so used at this time to driving on the Autobahn, where there is no speed limit most of the time, that I just didn't, didn't pay attention. And the San Diego freeway is such a beautiful road to drive on. So I told the cop this, and he didn't believe me. So I had to pull out my driver's license. I needed to do that anyway, but I no longer had an American driver's license. I did have a German driver's license and I did have an international driving permit. So I gave him that and he looked at that and he said, well, I guess you are telling me the truth. I said, of course I am. Why wouldn't I? And he said, okay, I'm gonna let you off this time. Enjoy your stay. So I went on back to San Diego uh, we did the premiere. We had great reviews. We, the whole thing was just very enjoyable. The people that I was singing with uh, were, were extremely fine people, and we had a great time. And, uh, of course, we all promised to get back together again, which we never did. So that was my time in San Diego. I went from San Diego. I flew back to New York and took in some Broadway shows before flying back to Munich where it was time to start the next season. And so that was my story at San Diego, which tied into my trip to London, which ties into my experience with Tito Capobianco, because although he didn't direct, he was the producer there, and after the last performance, we had a, a major cast party at his house in the hills above San Diego, very beautiful. But it was not to be the last time Tito and I would cross paths. And I will save that for another podcast in the not-too-distant future. So stay tuned. Thomas Tipton was born a son of immigrants in 1926 in Wyandotte, Michigan. That's near Detroit. He died in 2007 in Munich, Germany. While in Detroit, he won a singing contest in which the prize was an engagement with the New York City Opera Company, where he appeared in the 1951 production of 
The Old Maid and the Thief, directed by the composer himself, Giancarlo Manotti. He then received a Fulbright grant, which led him to Germany, where he studied at the Munich Music Academy. I first met Tommy Tipton when I joined the Bavarian State Opera in Munich. He was basically at the end of his career. We had great fun on stage and great fun off the stage. I especially enjoyed singing Calvin Pog, where he did both the baritone roles and I did both the tenor roles. Uh, we also did La Fanchula del Rest, with him singing Jack Rance, and uh, an interesting production of Der Freischutz, probably one of the scariest moments I've ever had on stage during the scene where he was making the magic bullets. So Tom and I would uh, often sing together, and then afterwards we would head for Schwabing, which is the entertainment center of Munich, uh, sort of where all the wine bars and, and, and good places are. And we had good, good fun, good food, good wine, good friendship. Tom was a great guy. Now let's listen to Thomas Tipton as he sings Cortigiani Virazza Danata. <laughs>
Tipton with the aria from Rigoletto, Cortigiani Virazzeranata. He was accompanied by the Mannheim Opera Orchestra under the direction of Hans Wallet. After his studies, Tipton began his career with the National Theater in Mannheim, the State Theater in Stuttgart, and he ended up back in Munich at the Bavarian State Opera, where he spent most of his career on one of the greatest stages in Germany, perhaps in all of Europe. Now he sang mostly the Italian repertoire and mostly the dramatic baritone roles, but he did have the ability to sing some of the lighter roles and which he had in Munich, he had the opportunity to explore this area of the repertoire. So he undertook the role of the Mama Agate in the Munich production of Donizetti's Viva la Mama. Now, in its revival in Munich, as was the case in those days, operas, especially opera of this sort, was sung in the language of the audience. So even though this was written in Italian originally, uh, he will be singing it in German and uh, it's sing- he's singing the aria called Mama Agate's aria. Uh, it starts off, Ir Bagage, or Your Baggage. Here is Thomas Tipton now with the Zutfunk Symphony Orchestra under the direction of Janos Kulka in Mama Agate's aria from Viva la Mama. Ir Bagage, Chapreneure. Einer Dame das zu bieten und verschämte Hurensöhne. Einer Dame das zu bieten, einer gesehen Dame. Sag, wo gibt's das, das bei einer alten Mutter? Ihrer Blut, ihr Fleisch und Blut, ihr leiblich Kind, die eigene Tochter zu besuchen, nicht erlaubt. Wo gibt's das, dass man einer alten Mutter, also mir, also mir, einer armen alten Mutter, ihrer Blut, ihr Fleisch und Blut, ihr leiblich Kind, die eigene Tochter zu besuchen, nicht erlaubt. Alte Schätze, alte Heuchler, Arm und übel dran, wer an deine Sprüche glaubt. Wo zum Beispiel bleibt das Rondo? Lieber Freund, ich hab das satt. 
Dich lue ich ja nicht, das Trondo revoltiert die ganze Stadt. Hast es fertig, dann zeig's her. Ist es fertig, zeig es her. Such mich nach dem leeren Platz, dem leeren Platz. Dich lue ich ja nicht, das Trondo revoltiert die ganze Stadt. Dich lue ich ja nicht, das Trondo revoltiert die ganze Stadt. Dich lue ich ja nicht, das Trondo revoltiert die ganze Stadt. Dich lue ich ja nicht, das Trondo revoltiert die ganze Stadt, die ganze Stadt, die ganze Stadt. Erst ein langsamer Teil mit den Frieden, dann entfresst du mit vielen Sinkopen. So was singt meine Tochter zum Küssen. Das Orchester begleitet diskret. Die Violinen mit Zicketa, 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 Zicketa. Die Oboe mit Piri, 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 with Mama Agate's aria from Donizetti's Viva La Mama. And this has been the show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, I wanted to give you, if you have comments to make, I hope you do, um, to send them to me, send them to my email, and uh, let me know if you want them put on the, uh, on the podcast, and I will put them on. If you don't, please say that also, and I won't. But the, uh, the email address is heldentenore at att.net. So, I'm John Sayers, and I am the Angry Tenor. <laughs> Oh, I'm a
Yeah!